Hi there, I'm Liesl K. Hill, author, story clarity coach, and lover of all things fiction related. But not long ago, I stood where you are, struggling not only to learn the craft of writing, but dreaming of the day when I could live by that writing and create a true fiction empire for myself. Fast forward through 10 years of doubts, fails, learning, and experience, to now having nearly 20 books written and a surefire way to turn out emotionally engaging, potentially best-selling fiction in record time. I created the Story Savant Podcast to bring you simple, actionable tips and hacks every week to upskill your writing and sucker punch your readers right in the feels so that you can build your backlist quickly and truly live the life of a career author. If you want to write deeply emotional fiction to connect with your readers and be ridiculously fast and prolific at it, you're in the right place. Let's dive in, shall we? Good morning, Story Savants. Today we are going to talk about something a little bit different than what I usually talk about. As you know, I'm usually very focused on storycraft and how to make your stories as an author better. But today I'm gonna to try something just a little bit different. It's kind of story adjacent, if you will, because I've been having a lot of people ask me about it. We are gonna talk about some hacks for publishing on a shoestring budget. Now, this is always a big concern for people who are just getting started out writing. Let's just dive right in and talk about why this is something that you might want to consider as you embark on writing your first novel, or if you are already have written several novels, that's okay too. These are things that can still help you to get published. The unfortunate truth about publishing is that the book must be produced, as in written, paid for, cover, editing, layout, things like that. All of that pretty much has to be done and therefore paid for before the book is published and starts get making financial returns, right? So it's just par and parcel of writing a book, even whether you're doing fiction or nonfiction, it's going to be the same. And it can often be really difficult to come up with the overhead when you're just getting started, right? When you're just trying to get your business off the ground, write your first book or two or three. I get it, I've been there, believe me. So what I thought I would do today then is give you some tips and hacks for publishing on a very tight budget until your books start pulling their own weight. I'm gonna put these in a PDF for you so that you have them all and you can download it. My first tip is that you need to start saving now. So if you're writing your first book, say, and it's gonna take you a few months to write it, sit down and figure out how much money you can take out of every paycheck until your book is finished and ready to publish. Now that might not be very much, it might only be $10 here, $20 there, and that's fine. But you can also sit down and figure out where you can make cuts and you know maybe th things you always hear about people cutting out. So maybe don't eat out quite as much, uh, don't go out as many times to you know do things that cost money every week. Yes, there will definitely be some sacrifices using this um, tip, but as with any business, you need a little bit of overhead, a little bit of money to get started. So it, it really is best to start saving and taking money out and setting it aside so that by the time your book's published, you already have a well of money to draw from. That will be so much easier than getting the book finished, realizing you need all this money and you got nothing, right? A kind of second small hack to this is that unless you're really financially secure, I actually wouldn't put this money in a bank account. I'm somebody who, when I first started out especially, I would withdraw cash and like hide it under my mattress, that sort of thing, because most bank accounts are linked these days. And of course, only you know what your bank accounts are like and what your financial situation is, but it's very easy, even if you put it in a savings account, to access it online. And I don't mean that in a 
someone's going to steal it sort of way. I mean, for you to access it or for you to go, oh, look, I've got just, yeah, I can just dip into this a little bit. You know, we all do it. We all want something right now and we see that money just sitting there and it's enticing. So I would actually just make sure that it's somewhere where you're not going to touch it because that is to publish your book. I kind of already talked about this, but the second tip is cut out the fluff. Most people can make cuts and sacrifices for a few months while they work on a new business. It's not always the easiest thing in the world, but it's just a question of how much do you actually want to be an author and grow a fiction business, right? So figure out where you can make cuts and save money for that book production and the marketing. Even if you're out there saying, there's nowhere for me to cut, I, I already am you know, just barely you know, getting everything paid. Believe me, I've been there. Everybody can make cuts. If you sit down and reevaluate, you will be able to find some things. I promise. I was somebody who was making so little money, like you guys don't even know. When people would say, oh, cut here or go do this, I was already doing that just to pay my bills. So I 100% have been there where it's really difficult to find extra finances. But if you sit down and you reevaluate and you kind of go in with a mindset of I'm going to find it somewhere, even if I have to make a few sacrifices, you will be able to find some places where you can cut. You just got to be willing to do it. It's really more of a mind shift thing than an actual money thing, I promise. All right, next tip. Um, you can look for side hustles, and I would really, really encourage you to do this while you're writing. Now, obviously, you don't want to take too much time away from your writing. That's where, you know, it, it's time that you need more than anything else to get your writing done. You got to have your butt in the seat and get those words done. But... You can also look around for some side hustles to bring in chunk change that won't take up too much of your time. Ideally, you want to look for something you're already doing that you can monetize. So are you someone who bakes or cooks a lot? Could you make extra every time you do that and maybe find a way to sell it? Have you got extra stuff laying around the house like toys or books that you're not using? Could you sell them on eBay? Are you okay with needles? Most cities have plasma donation centers. You can get paid for donating your blood. That one I've actually personally done before and it works very well, assuming that you're okay with needles. Again, you don't want to like start a side business that's going to take away from your writing because that would completely defeat the point. But sit down and brainstorm and look for opportunities where you could just invest just a little tiny bit more time. It's not going to take too much away from your writing and that you can make some extra money on and do that every week or every month until your book is published. But don't spend that money. Put it away for your publishing, right? Right. Okay. Let's look at editing. Editing can be very expensive. All of us need editors. Even the best writers in the world, trust me, we all need editors because we tend to have blinders on when it comes to our own writing. So I'm gonna give you a couple of ideas here. The first is using passive voice editing. I'm going to link you to a book that I have. It's a little pamphlet for authors on Amazon. It costs like $2.99, so it's, it does cost money, but it's not that expensive. And it teaches you how to self-edit and get rid of passive voice. It's got like a step-by-step -step technique in it, okay? It's called um, editing crutch words. So I will link to that for anybody who wants that. And all that is is teaching yourself to self-edit so that you don't have to overhaul your entire first draft once you set it, send it to someone else. It will just give you a much cleaner first draft. The next thing you could do for editing is critique groups. Now, I have had the same critique group since I was in college. Well, I guess I shouldn't say the exact same. They're, the members have changed. The membership has changed a little bit. We've kind of ebbed and flowed and, and people come and go, but it's the same basic group of people. And we meet every week and edit each other's stuff. And we've really become almost more like a mastermind group. We're not even really an editing or a critique group anymore. But when you first start out, if you don't want to pay tons and tons of money for editors, because guys, we're talking, it could be thousands of dollars for editing, right? 
Find other people like you who are just starting out and also don't want to pay for editors and edit one another's stuff. You know, you can swap chapter for chapter. Where do you find these people? That's going to probably be your next question, right? Most cities have free groups that you can attend. So here I'm in Utah and we have something called the League of Utah Writers and they have editing and critique groups that meet monthly. Now, most of them have been shut down right now because of the whole COVID thing. So you might not be able to get into those right the second if they're not meeting. But you can also find people online. I mean, my group, we started out meeting at one another's houses. And like I said, we met in college so we could meet on campus and, and different things like that. But, you know, everything's digital now. And right now, even my group, we, we actually don't meet um, physically anymore because we live too far apart and we all have families and gas costs money. And then, of course, there's COVID now and everything. So we just meet digitally. I mean, the technology now is so good. It's so easy to use. You can use Zoom, Google Hangouts, you know, any one of a lot of different tools, Skype if you want. Um, all you really need is an internet connection and the platforms that host these these types of video meetings have gotten so much better over the last couple of years. So what I would suggest is getting online. The Probably the easiest place to um, check for these people would be into author Facebook groups and just, you know, wherever it's permitted, make sure you're following the, the rules of the group when you post, but say that you're looking for critique group partners to meet digitally and you don't need that many. You don't want that many because any as many people who are reading your chapter, you'll have to read their chapter. So really less than five is, is great. And even one or two can work wonders for your writing. You don't want to have like 20 people in the group because you'll have 20 chapters to read every time you meet. And that gets to be way too much. All right. So once again, the editing hacks are self-editing using passive voice. And oh, I didn't even actually talk about audio edits. So let me talk about this really fast. Audio edits will work wonders for your self-editing. Now, what I mean by audio edits is that you both read and listen to your manuscript being read to you at the same time. Now, even just a year or two ago, in order to do that, you almost just had to read it out loud. And that really helps to catch mistakes that you're, you know, when you're reading really fast, your eyes can just sort of glaze over them and you don't catch them. But when you hear them or speak them, you're a lot more likely to catch them. Now, I never read my manuscripts out loud because I just, <laughs> it was not something I was willing to do. But most smartphones, whether it's iPhone or Android, have something called speak screen, or at least that's what it's called on iPhone. And all you have to do is turn that on. You'll probably have to Google something like how to get Android phone to read me what's on the screen. Okay, something more concise than that. That was a lot of words. But just Google for your phone how to turn it on. It'll be in your settings, probably in accessibility, something like spoken content and you turn it on and then what you can do is you can send your manuscript like just email it to yourself open it in your reading app whether that's ibooks or kindle or whatever you read on and then use that functionality on your phone to have the phone read it to you so that you're reading it with your eyes following along and hearing it i mean that helped me catch like 90 percent more um, proofreading mistakes than when i was just reading it myself in my head so that's another really good way to self-edit and and have a clean manuscript before you send it to anybody else. All right, so there's that. There is critique groups, which you can find anywhere, guys. There's, these people are all over the place, so you just have to go find them and get in a critique group with them. So let's talk about covers. Covers, again, they can be really expensive. Some people pay 50 bucks for their covers. Other people pay like $1,000 or more, depending on you know just the author and how big their following is. So I'm gonna say some things that are a little bit controversial here, and I'm gonna have some people that disagree with me, but that's okay. Just hear me out. It really doesn't matter 
in this day and age how much you pay for your cover, truly. I have gotten covers for less than 50 bucks that are stellar, that convert very well, which just means a lot of people buy them because the covers are really lovely. And on the other hand, I've paid two or $300 for a cover that did not convert for me. And there are, ver there are various reasons for that. It, it's not necessarily that the artwork was bad. Maybe it just wasn't a very fitting cover for my genre, that sort of thing. But most people, especially kind of old school thinkers about this sort of thing, will tell you that if you're not paying at least three to $500 for a cover, then that cover sucks. It's gonna be really low quality. I'm here to tell you that is not necessarily the case anymore. It used to be. So they're not necessarily wrong. That's coming from a place of truth because it used to be that you really couldn't get a high quality cover for very cheap. But guys, times are a changing, okay? With, with the technology on the rise and it's very easy for people to get a hold of it, you can find a cover for pretty cheap. You do have to spend more time looking and make sure that you're not just throwing 20 bucks at the first person who'll make you a cover for 20 bucks because yeah, you're gonna end up with crap if you do that. But let me let me give you kind of some examples. There is a website called fiverr.com, if you haven't heard of it, F-I-V-E-R-R, double R at the end, dot com. You can find anything on there to outsource. There are people who do covers, there are people who do editing, there are people who do podcasts. I mean, anything and everything you could possibly imagine, you can outsource there. People there, there's a lot of people who are willing to do covers for $5 and up. Now, once again, before anybody jumps down my throat, I'm not saying go out there and find the first person you can who will do it for $5 and get a cover from them, okay? That's, that's not what I'm advocating at all here. You need to go through and find someone who has a lot of experience doing covers, who um, has done covers for your genre before. You need to go to Amazon and look at your genre and look at all the covers that are on the bestseller list and try to get a cover similar to that. So get an idea of what covers are working for people right now and then go to Fiverr and find somebody who makes similar looking covers. Okay, so this is going to take you a little bit of time. You're basically trading time for money. So if you don't have a lot of money to spend on the cover, then take the time to go through and find someone who will make you a really decent cover, okay? So once again, I'm not saying that it has to be a $5 cover. I, I don't get $5 covers. But like I said, I have a couple of cover designers who are on Fiverr who have done covers for me for like less than 50 bucks. And to this day, they are still converting very, very well. So all I'm saying is don't fall into the trap that you need an $800 cover to be successful. You don't, okay? That was true once, or might have been, but now it's it's a lot like the, the self-publishing industry, right? There was a time when self-published authors, they were considered the dregs of publishing, right? Like only people who couldn't get a traditional deal self-published. But now with the rise of Amazon in the digital age, I mean, we get a lot of really high quality books that are being self-published. We have lots of authors doing it. So we were, we're raising the bar on digital publishing and self-publishing, right? The same thing is true of covers and, you know, digital artwork. It's a little bit behind as compared to the book industry, but we are getting people who can actually make very high quality covers for very cheap because the technology, the software to make them is becoming cheaper and more affordable to more people, right? So again, you wanna make sure that it's high quality. I don't care how much you pay for it. Pay whatever you can, whatever you feel is right. And if you find a designer who you really want, who charges more, then, then pay that designer what they're worth, absolutely. But I'm just saying, you actually can find very decent covers for cheaper than you used to be able to. Just make sure they're high quality and use discernment. So Fiverr is a big one. There are also Facebook groups 
in which you can um, look at different covers and get feedback on different covers. And you can find pre-made covers. Now, if you don't know what that is, it just means that a cover designer creates a cover and it will just have like a really generic title on it, you know, romancing the Duke or something, you know what I mean? That's, and they will sell those covers. Usually they're cheaper because they're pre-made. So where this designer might make you a custom cover for $300, they'll do pre-mades for like $100, 90 bucks, something like that. And then when you buy it from them, they will put your title and your uh, author name on them. So that's another way you can look at that's a little bit cheaper. And you can find those by Googling, by getting on Facebook, lots of different ways. So these are just some ways that you can do it for a little bit cheaper until your books start to pull their own weight. And lastly, I'm gonna talk about formatting a little bit, which just means taking your manuscript, which you made in, you know, Microsoft Word or, or Scrivener or whatever you use to write in and formatting it into book form which can be a MOBI file, an EPUB file, or a PDF file. But you have to do things like formatting chapters, formatting your table of contents, things like that. This is another thing that you can pay people for. Be very careful because for some reason there are still a lot of people that charge a lot of money for this. And if you're gonna pay for it, I would not pay a lot for it. You can get this done for 50 bucks or less. So don't pay someone three or $400 to do this because Unlike the cover, this is really not a quality issue. You know, there's really only so many ways to format something. And if they know how to do it, it's it, that's all it is. Do they know how to do it or not? You know, so you don't need to pay a lot of money for this. But if you don't want to pay for it, there are endless tools and tutorials that are free online that will show you how to do it. Now, I will say that the first time you do this, it's gonna be a bit of a headache. I remember learning the first time using uh, Smashwords tutorials for it, and they were good tutorials. This was years ago, but still, the first time I did it, I, it took me like two hours to get the first one formatted, and it, I had such a killer headache afterward. But it's just one of those things that it's a learning curve. Once you get one done, it's a lot easier to get another one done. And once you've done two or three, you'll just whip through it in 15 or 20 minutes and get the whole thing formatted. So I would, I would really encourage you to learn it yourself, even though it's a bit of a headache at first, because that way you'll be able to do it for every book thereafter. And the only reason you would need to pay someone to do it is if you just didn't have the time and, and had lots of money and wanted to outsource that, which is perfectly okay. Um, some other places that you can uh, do this at draft to digital which is just drafttodigital.com. The two is the number two, not T-O. So draft, the number two, digital.com. They have great tools for this. In fact, you can upload your manuscript in Word form and they will format it for you. There's a free tool where you can format it in Mobi, EPUB, and PDF, and you don't even have to do anything else. I mean, you want to look through it and make sure that it, that it comes out right, right? And you, they do encourage you to format the chapters with headings so that the software can pick up where those chapters are. So you still have to do a little bit of work, but guys, free formatting tool. Like again, don't pay someone a lot of money to format for you. However, if you just don't want to deal with the headache, you can outsource it. And in that case, I would again, recommend Fiverr. You could find someone who'll do it really cheap for you there and do a really good job. You can also Google it or whatever your favorite search engine is. And you can also ask other authors in your community what they do, okay? So I think that is all I have for you today. One more time, this will be in a PDF so that you can download it and have it on your computer. But the major tips are start saving now. When you start writing your book, start saving for production and maybe even marketing costs. Cut out the fluff. You can make cuts in different places to save money while you're writing your book. Look for side hustles to make extra money on what you're already doing. For editing, learn to self-edit using 
passive voice techniques. I will link to my book about that if that's something you're interested in. And also do audio edits because that will help you clean up your manuscript a lot. Use free critique groups in which you swap work with other people and critique each other's stuff. For covers, use Fiverr and pre-made covers and Facebook groups to help you find cheap covers. Just make sure that the quality is there and it's going to take you a little time to find good quality if you're going on the cheaper side of things. But again, as long as the quality is there and your cover is genre appropriate, you don't have to pay a lot for it and you can get a really high quality cover. I'm a testament to that because I've done that and I'm still making sales on those books. And for formatting, you can use lots of free tools and tutorials. Just Google them. You can use draft to digital or if you want to outsource it, go to Fiverr. You can do it really, really cheap. Okay. So I hope that is helpful to those of you who are trying to publish on a shoestring. If that's you, don't worry about it. Everybody starts there. Everybody has to publish cheap at first until they get started unless they're independently wealthy, which most of us are not, let's face it. So this can get you started. And then as you go along, you can replace covers as you get more money with things that are maybe a little bit higher quality. And you know, you'll find editors that work really well for you and are really good at editing your stuff. And it, you know, you just got to start somewhere and get the ball rolling. So I hope this was helpful for you. Click over to the show notes and download the free PDF and then yeah, get started. Start doing some of these so that when your first book is finished or whatever it is you're working on now, your third book, your fifth book, you will already be ready to go on the producing side of it. All right. While you're at it, take a screenshot of either the podcast or if you're watching on YouTube, post it in your Facebook stories and tag me and let me know which of these hacks you either are doing or are planning to do and which ones are working for you. Okay. All right. Everyone have fun writing this week and have a great day. Did you know you can work with me? I do story consulting on an hourly basis. So if you want help developing your story to make sure it will be a winner, go to my website at www.authorlkhill.com forward slash work with me to learn more. See you there. Hi there. Before you go, if you found value in this episode, I would appreciate it so much if you could leave me a review on iTunes. Be sure to screenshot it, share it on your favorite social media platform, and tag me. Remember, only you can tell your story, and there are tons of people out there waiting to connect with it. So get out there and write the best story you can write. Remember, only you can change someone's heart with your fire-breathing dragons, your mind-blowing mysteries, your epic romances, and your intense thrillers. So be a story savant, and get out there and get that sucker written.